1: This is Asinine Radio. This is the weekly music podcast where every week we get into our Fearless Beer Review, then we get into our vinyl pickups on what we've listened to. That leads into the songs of the week, and we finish it up with some new music and other happenings in the music world. My name is Tyler, and way out there, hundreds of miles away, is Jeff. Uh, while you're listening, go to Apple Podcast, Spotify, give us five stars on there. Please don't be a douchebag and give us one star because oh. that's mean. That's just straight up mean. Don't do that. Oh, uh, All the social media our handle is uh, asinine radio so get into that and we have a discord server if you want to join that hit us up we'll send you the link and we have a phone number you can call leave us a voicemail shoot us a text that phone number is 503-893-5307 now that we're done with the boring intro uh, let's get right into the fearless beer review so what do you got Jeff? go I have uh,
0: I have this shit called Abby Normal what's this Abby Normal shit? It's the name of the band. Oh. <laughs> so, I have, this, I have this happy, normal thing, and uh, it's a BJ's beer, but it's like... It's, it's a what it's, beer? It's a BJ's beer from BJ's.
1: Oh, oh, okay, okay. And
0: it's from their brew club, or their mm-hmm. beer club, but I got it from California because they don't have the beer club in Arizona. And... Okay. F- I don't even know what the hell this is. So, this is... This is, I think it's an Enkel, E N K E L, which is an Abbey styled ale. So this is this is this is some like like beer that's traditionally brewed by monks, by Trappist monks. And so it's a Belgian like double. There's a lot of like words being thrown around and styles of beer (laughs) that I always (laughs) just assume they are just one thing. Yeah. So that's what this is. It's five and a half percent. Uh, it's eighteen IBUs, and I hope this is not disgusting. But yeah, I'm 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 curious about this because, like I said, I don't think this is something you can get just anywhere. I think you have to be part of like their brew club.
1: Yeah, I've never heard of it. Uh, wait, how, what's the percentage on it? Five and a half. Because on on Untapped it says it's nine point five.
0: Yeah, that's a different one.
1: Oh, it isn't. Okay, never mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Never mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, the Normal ankle is also on a tap too, but it's only been it's only been reviewed by seventy six people.
1: That's nothing.
0: Yeah, not, nobody on my friends list, not me. Yeah, seventy six people. So uh, I feel you know I feel pretty
1: exclusive here. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, so I have something from a brewery called Belching Beaver. We've we've each had beers from here. Uh, several times in the past This is the brewery that puts out all of those Deftones beers, but this is not a Deftones beer. This is a this is a West Coast IPA called Ride of the Pine, it's seven and a half percent, and uh, yeah, I think Belgian Beavers in San Diego. I always forget, and I talk about it every every time. But, uh, is yeah, it
0: isn't some cool. it something? Yeah, cool, yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. And uh, yeah, it has has a cool uh, cool artwork. You know, it, it's a beaver on a log. With a beer on its belly, and it's uh, about <laughs> to be taken over by a wave on the ocean. So that's nice. kind of cool. Just living the dream, baby. Okay. Living the dream, yep, yep, yep. Living the dream. So, uh, yeah, I'm ready to uh, to to take a sip and uh, see what got this... <laughs> got that this beaver fever. Coast... <laughs> Dude, that's a good song. <laughs> Oof, that's a good song. We should do, I don't know. beaver, fever. Um, beaver fever. So good. <laughs> Love it! I love Angry Beavers. All right, so let's let's drink. Let's drink. Okay, let's get this let's going. Go.
0: Ooh. Oh my god!
1: Oh my god! Okay, so but before we talk about it, because uh, we're also gonna rate each of our beers according to our world famous three point rating system, where uh, three is a perfect beer. Two's a good beer, and you're gonna to continue to drink. One is a bad beer, but give it a shot. And zero is a drain pour. So, uh yeah, what do you got on your beer? Go.
0: I don't know what this is supposed to taste like. <laughs> I don't know <laughs> if if what I'm getting here is what it actually is supposed to taste like. I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of fruity flavors here. I get yeah. it. It smells fruity. I just I just don't like this style of beer. I just don't. <laughs> it's not for me. I don't like this. I think this is fucking disgusting. But
1: does uh, it have like a know. dry taste to it? No. No. Just no. Fruity? Definitely sugary,
0: fruity. Oh. Yeah, definitely sugary, fruity. Um. Yeah. That doesn't sound very good. I mean, I don't know. I I don't know what the fuck it's supposed to taste like. If you like the the doubles, they're, they're double ale. I think that's what double is. I guess. I don't would, think I've
1: ever had. I don't think I've had that before.
0: I'm gonna give you this a one, because you should try it if it's there. Otherwise, you're not missing much, and don't worry about it ever for the rest of your life. Oof. Okay. All right. Sounds good. The, like, like the next question would be, am I going to finish what I poured? That is. Oh awesome. yes. Are you going to finish it? Yeah. That is. That is also no. I, I'm not going to. I mean, have one more <laughs> sip of this. That's pretty you're gross. Give it to I, well, I, I I only poured half the can. It's a 16 ounce can. I poured half of it, thinking that I'm not gonna like it. Mm-hmm. But I wanted to try it anyway, and so I kept half the can, and then uh, so I only have half a glass.
1: All right. So what? What does Sloan think of it? Does he? Does he enjoy it? He well, enjoy I,
0: it? I I didn't want to like say my review in front of him because then he would just be, like, yeah, you're right. I do agree with what you just said, rather than like <laughs> give his
1: form his own opinions
0: on it. But I don't think he likes it either. <laughs> I think this is a very like specific type of beer you have to get into. Mm-hmm. And this reminds me of. And I could be totally off on this, but I feel like when we were in Belgium, we tried beer at mm-hmm. a spot and I remember sitting outside on like a metal patio table, just kind of like watching the road, watching the town and they brought yeah. us these little like three ounce to five ounce shot glasses of like super fucking thick beer and I remember it being so fucking disgusting. <laughs> does it ring a bell at all for you? I don't you? remember that. Yeah.
1: What, what'd you say? I I mean, you...
0: Like, does that ring a bell at all? Does that, does no, that jog any
1: memories? I don't remember that, no. There, I believe you, but I just don't remember it.
0: There's definitely like a solid like 10 memories that I have that it's hard for me to articulate, <laughs> but I can picture them in my mind. And there's like another 10 that I just, like they're just like the, the, the night at the bar that we skipped out on the tab. Mm-hmm. Like those nights were just oh, yeah, so yeah. vivid, but I'm sure there's probably a <laughs> hundred other memories that we have that we just can't remember. I know, right? Yeah. So this is uh no this is, this is fucking gross. I I don't know what these these Trappist monks are doing over there, but they <laughs>
1: but they're not making Corona White. Tell you that much. So then that's your uh, that's your backup beer, your backy. Oh God,
0: yes. <laughs> it was worse than second goal. <laughs> <cold. laughs> <laughs> God, what a bitch. You can't even, take so a, can't even take a sip
1: of a beer. This
0: is so nasty. <laughs> Why is that so? Who would like this? Nobody would ever like this. It's so <laughs> gross. Oh, sweet corn light going down my throat. Mm. Sweet, water.
1: Sweet, sweet, sweet water. Sweet beer flavored water.
0: Sweet beer flavored water.
1: All right. Yeah. My, uh, my. What do I, what is this called again? Uh, My Ride the pine ride the pine from belching beaver this is um this is a little bit malty it's a solid beer it's it's well-rounded some might say uh this is this is a good ipa it's i would go back to it uh but i wouldn't go out of my way to order this i'm definitely going to finish it it pours a nice like golden amberish color this is um this is just like a straight up just solid ipa i know it's a west coast and west coasts are supposed to be a little bit lighter i think i think um, But yeah, this isn't a very light tasting IPA, but it's still good. So with that, I'm going to have to give this a two out of three. Two out of three on our rating system. I would definitely go back to it. So okay. Uh, okay. did your boy Raul leave a uh, review on Beer Advocate? No. Nope. No. I'm, I'm here now.
0: There's only been 24 ratings on Beer Advocate too, and only three reviews. Okay.
1: All right. Yeah, Raul didn't leave anything for mine on Beer Advocate either. But there, there was only one review on for mine, so it's not very popular, or it's not at least not well-known or distributed. So, yeah, that's what I got. Ride the Pine from Belgian Beaver. So, let's Ride move on pine. to uh, vinyl stuffs, what we picked up, what we've listened to, and like I said, that leads into the songs of the week. So, what do you got, Jeff? Go.
0: I got, the first thing I listened to, actually, not the first thing, the last thing, before we started potting, I put uh, My Chemical Romance, MCR. I brought you my bullets, and you brought me your love. This is their first album. We talked about them last week on the pod, and this was yeah. fucking such a pretty goddamn good of an album. Good of an album. This was a good of an album, good and an I really album. liked it, so I bought it, because it was a good of an album. So, you know, Could whatever.
1: Great of an album.
0: Get into it, I guess. Or no, I don't. All care. right.
1: Uh, yeah, you don't care. You don't care about anything.
0: Um, and then Jimmy World, Bleed American. I, I got around to the
1: second listen through of this one. I mean, Bleed American. I've heard you. Where did you get this from Amazon? Yeah, I got it from Amazon. Oh, I thought you were you were hesitant on pulling the trigger
0: on it. Well, because I could, I didn't at the time when I bought it, there was no other mention of it anywhere, on no other mm-hmm. sites or anything. And this is before I started working at the record store because now they have copies, and I would just bought one from yeah. them. But there was no mention of it anywhere else, and so I was afraid that this was maybe just been a fluke. So I jumped on it. And mm. turns out it was going to get repressed everywhere, but my copy doesn't have the fucking alternate version of of, of sweetness, and that's really? annoying. Yeah, oh, I've shit. I've like the the B side or the demo or whatever that other song is, which is fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't have the 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 demo of sweetness, and that really that saddens me.
1: Yeah, it's a great great demo. I know like it's the not demo better than the original,
0: and I think it's don't better it's... than the original. That's why I re- mm. really like to have it. But Dan, this is okay. such a good album. It's just I
1: Yeah.
0: It's just it's good. Every song is fucking good. Even the songs you think like are not good, they're actually like better. Like My Sundown. <laughs> like that's that's such a <laughs> banger of a song. And oft forgotten. Oft forgotten. Do
1: mm-hmm. you know what a song that, that is forgotten a lot on that is Hear You Me. Oh, That's Hear a you good me. song.
0: Written for Michael Fuck and that's Carly. A good song. Friends of uh, Weezer. That that song was written for Michael and Carly. Friends of Weezer, oh. friends of Jimmy World. That's right, yeah. After I died, they died the yeah. They, Jimmy rolled throughout that song, and it's so fucking sad.
1: Yeah, it is. Fucking solid song.
0: Oh, it's perfect buildup in that song, too. It's just, it's so amazing. Jim's voice is, is angelic when it needs to be, and then it kind of firm when he wants you to really feel
1: sad. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And I feel sad.
1: Perfect album. Bleed American is perfect. Can't deny it. Can't deny it. I mean, it's good. It's good. It's perfect. It's perfect. All it's, right. It's so got, then, what it's else? Got you got? It's got a couple stinkers on it. No, it doesn't. Get the fuck out of here. Yeah.
0: It's the regular version of sweetness is kind of whatever's and. Oh my god!
1: You know. You're the worst. You're the worst. <laughs> the worst person on this podcast. Mm. Well. Um. All right. So then, what else you got? Next thing is Slipknot's Iowa. Ooh, finally you got
0: to your
1: your second listen to the
0: I was trying to... uh, So I saved this one because I wanted to listen on my new setup that I got. Mm -hmm. And so I had this like lined up, but then my receiver kind of petered out, so I had to get that fixed. So I only got through like three albums on my new system. And this one just didn't get up to there. And so I was like, you know, I'm going to save it because I want to hear it just on my new system whatever. So then I got a new receiver. I, I'm, I'm loaning a receiver in the meantime while my other one's getting fixed and so then I threw this one on and it sounds great like it's 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 a fantastic sounding record it's a good record the last song though I think that's the one I was talking about like that 15 minute Iowa one yeah yeah it's a long song I probably won't ever I won't ever listen to that song again
1: I think it's the only song on that side yeah it's, like just a, it's just yet. the one
0: thing Yeah. and I just I don't um, I don't know I, I don't I don't I don't I don't think it's bad. It's just
1: I easily could just skip it and 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 be okay with that. Cuz there's a lot there's a there's a lot of a lot happening. A lot of build up, a lot of noise and just don't anywhere things. though.
0: Like nothing yeah. happens.
1: Yeah, yeah. They played that song for the very first time like maybe in 2019. The very first time. Cuz they that's when they played Iowa from front to back. Mm-hmm. Would've been it would have been a cool show, but you know. But yeah, I put whatever.
0: this on put on loud this was uh i think this was saturday evening
1: mm-hmm.
0: and it was uh it was loud it was pretty loud <laughs> and and it was it was good so dumb I it's such it. a
1: brutal lyric though too like when you it's really so think stupid. about it it's pretty
0: brutal yeah if you're like a child if you're like 12 like this is just stupid <laughs> Silly, <laughs> silly. And he's, he's so.
1: He just sounds so angry when he says it too. <laughs> hey, that's oh, good. That's a good album. Of them, it's uh, a good
0: album. I I think it's a great pressing. I I think the 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 color of the vinyl is cool. It's it looks like it's a glow in the dark variant. That's
1: the kind of color yeah. it
0: looks like, but it's not a glow in the dark thing. So, I like that. I dig it.
1: Yeah, I just wish it kind of matched the cover a little bit better. Like having like a red variant would have looked nicer than what we got but still i'm just happy they got a repress for the first time since 2002 wow that's that's nice way too long that's crazy i honestly never thought it was gonna happen because it's been fucking 20 years but
0: like not only did it happen but then like all of them like everything's just getting repressed just
1: out of nowhere all of the records Oh, I can finally fi- I can finally complete my collection of Slipknot. I'm so happy. Mm. Mm. That'll be mm. nice. That'll be nicey. Then All right I,
0: I did the white stripes, uh, elephant. hmm Elephant.
1: And how many this was, white stripes do you have now?
0: I have three.
1: So, yeah, yeah, I feel just like you three. talk about it a lot. This is huh. I mean, this
0: is this is this is it for the white stripes for me. Because I have, I have Icky Thump, Elephant, and White stop Blood Cells. Stop
1: pronouncing it like that.
0: What? Elephant? Elephant. Sound like such and, a douche. And I <laughs> think I, I'm, I'm, I'm done with the White Stripes after this. This is fine. But I, I put this one on just to see um, like how my new system sounded. And I was like, oh, yeah, okay, cool. This yeah. is a this is a good dynamic sounding album, but it's really not. It, it's not as dynamic as, as as And and then I went back and listened to a brief a brief thing that we did when we did the white stripes, and then what we talked about the elephant on it, and then we we said the same thing last time that it's not as dynamic as we remembered it being, because there's mm-hmm. no bass playing. So he's just using a, 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 an octave shifter or pedal, and he's making his yeah. guitar go down. But it's not as dynamic as as if you would just played a bass. And so I thought I was gonna get these really rich bass tones and the, I didn't. It's still like the record still sounds fantastic, but it's no substitute for just playing the bass.
1: True, true. It's there's so the bass is there for a reason. Yeah. But
0: it's a good album, and I like it. It's fun. It's good. It's good. I wouldn't do it. It's good. <laughs> good song.
1: Uh overplayed. Overplayed song. But fun. But good, Whatever. but good every time. Good every time. Yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah. 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 Um, yeah, yeah. Neil Young, Hawks and Doves. Right? Hey, what is what is this? Hawks and Doves. This is the one, one where the cover is just blue with a big white star.
1: Oh wait, I think I know this. Oh yeah, this is in like the mid 80s, right? This was this was his first album in the 80s. This came right
0: after Live Rust. This is before reactor, this is before trans. and uh, this is his 10th album, like right in 1980. And oh dude, the second listening to this. The second half of this album is, is the most country like he's ever sounded. As, I mean as far as I've listened, it's just straight yeah. country. It's just a lot of twang, a lot of slides. It's, it's fucking good. It's so, it's so It's such strong country that if they were done by anybody else, they'd be annoying. And cliche. <laughs> but again, Neil Young can just do whatever the fuck he wants and he makes it good. Yeah. So the, f- the first true. half of this album, I, I I think it's fine. It's okay. But that country second half is, is what I really, what I really, really love. So I will, mm-hmm. I will keep this. And I have a beat up copy too. So I, I if I ever find this, a cut, co- like a $5 copy, I will upgrade.
1: Was this the album where it was recorded in two different sessions, like in, in, over several years or something? Yeah, so like reactor,
0: I mean, I I think he does this a lot. But the first half of this album were originally recorded in like the mid '70s, and there were some like outtakes for different albums. And the second half is is songs that he recorded for this album. So really, like the Mm. album is only just one half. Like the first half are just shit that just wasn't used. But I think the first half were were stuff that were supposed to be used for Homegrown. It just never worked Yeah
1: Yeah the, yeah, the first Yeah it says first half Was from Homegrown Sessions Second half was from American Stars and Bars That's Or it says that That album where comes a time Which comes a time Was very country focused hmm. Why did That's good I don't know if I've listened to this I feel like I have But I don't know This I mean I've I've seen this
0: multiple times In like the three dollar bins Everywhere I've never picked it up Because I don't know I see it a lot Yeah But I got it for free So That's nice
1: must be nice.
0: Must, Must be nice. Be nice. Uh,
1: <laughs> so annoying. Mm-hmm. All right, what else you got?
0: And that's that's it. That's all I got. That's that's it for my until uh, except for my pick, my weekly pick, Gene's picks.
1: <sighs> pick so liquor. this this band I know you or this guy you brought to the pod before. So get into it.
0: Yeah, this is uh, this is Dan Hicks and his Hot Licks. <laughs> <laughs> This is his album, Last Train to Hicksville, and I I love this. It's so good. Like I just I'm full blown like obsessed with this guy. These records are always like dollar records, and it bothers me. I don't understand like how. I think it's so good. I think he's so talented.
1: I mean, it's it's like it's goofy country music. That's what it is.
0: Uh, mm, this
1: to this the point song, where it's kind it of mu- it gets to be a little bit much. It gets to be a little bit much.
0: This album is not just this sound, though. This is the only song on the album that sounds like this. Oh, okay. Everything else is, right. is, is folk, is rock, is big band, jazz, swing. He, he does everything. He, he plays guitar in a way that is, is like Bob Dylan, but then he'll play guitar mm-hmm. in a way that's like Django Reinhardt. And it'll be like a song back to back to back. There's songs that he just makes weird fucking animal noises in the vein of like Martin <laughs> Denny style. <laughs> It's, it's hey. insane how eclectic these these albums are, chock full of various genres. And I just, I, <sighs> it, it bothers me that this is just trash records. And it, it's, it's super irritating.
1: <laughs> so, out of all, all the stuff that you described, you picked this song, which is, like I said, it's goofy country music.
0: Oh, it's so funny. I love this song so much. It's so it's good. It's fucking <laughs> ridiculous. It's fucking ridiculous. This guy's. This guy is just like immensely popular too, just with other musicians. Like Tom Waits, massive fan of this guy. Elvis Costello, yeah. massive fan. Even Bette Midler, was a massive fan of Dan Hicks.
1: So weird.
0: I know. So weird. He's just. He's just another. Another person just like lost to obscurity, like 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 Red Norvo, just guys that will never get their due
1: ever. Yeah. But other yeah.
0: musicians will talk about them.
1: Like, oh yeah, this guy was fucking great. I like that you brought up Red Norvo. That was that was a nice a nice. Nice thing to say.
0: Well, it's 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 interesting that a lot of artists that damn near are like objectively better than other artists that are massively famous just will never get their dues. They just won't.
1: Yeah, and Dan yeah, Hicks yeah.
0: is one of them. He will never get his due, even though I think he's vastly better than than I guess his his, his reputation. But he doesn't <laughs> do one genre of music, so there's no way he can be marketable,
1: and he. Any capacity. So let's play a little bit of uh Cowboys' Dream number 19 from Dan Hicks and his hot licks.
2: I long to go back where the space is wider, to ride some horseback and roll my smokes. Longing to go back where people seem politer, to say hello and even I'll go. I've been way so long, I think this is the right road. But it's changed so much, I know for sure Yes, the day will come and I'll be on the right road I'm saying hello and evening I'll go I can send off a letter to them but that would leave no surprise No, I got to wait, wait for that look in their eyes And I'll sit by the creek where the water runs cool And I know I'll have such a good time I'm saying hello and evening I'll go I can smell the coffee the coffee brewing I'll take my black, you know it's good, it's good to be back Go and tell me how, how folks you folks been doing I'm saying hello, and even I'll go Hey Bill, won't you tell me, tell me when that train to stop, to stop. I want to get off and say hello to a couple of people I think I still know and I want to miss my words, I'll take a piece of the cake if they make I can't be late, you gotta get what's on the plate.
1: we go cowboy's dream number 19 dan hicks and his hot licks and his hot licks it's fun to say it's fun to say in this stupid song too it's like you, like the the typical trotting of a horse you know yeah cluck, 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 cluck. It's so silly it's so silly
0: he, he just he, his voice is just so smooth and, it, and yeah. he, even yeah. when he speeds up Every word is, is, is enunciated properly so you understand what he's saying, but he's going real quick. It's, just, it's it's real smooth stuff. It's real jazz-like.
1: Yeah. Okay, all right. I can see that a little bit, a little bit. Mm. All mm. right, so we have anything else on, on Dan? How many albums do you have by him? Two now or three? Three. But, I mean, now, uh, now I'm
0: just, I don't even care anymore. Now I'm just going to buy every single thing I see. And I know Grace has two of them.
1: So what's going to happen is you're going to get like you're going to accumulate accumulate like 15 of his records and then purge almost all of them. That's probably like true. Six months. <laughs> like you did That's with That's probably Jethro. what you're going to do. <laughs> like you did with Rolling Stones. Remember how obsessed you got with Rolling Stones?
0: Yes was the worst. Yes, I had <laughs> That's right. because they had the live albums and then I got all of their 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 solo albums. So with the Yes, yeah. I had like 20 I don't know 28 albums by Yes.
1: God damn.
0: Yeah. Yes.
1: yes. Grand Funk, yes. I,
0: I I I got every single Grand Funk album. That's right, yeah. And it was, but that was fun. It was, it's fun times, tracking
1: down these yeah, albums, yeah. knowing I'm going to purge them anyway. Yeah. I mean, because they're cheap as well. I mean, these are fucking $5 or less. I mean, same, same with Pink Floyd. I got every Pink Floyd album, purged half of them. <laughs> the cool thing is, a lot of these records, when you sell them in bundles on eBay, they go for a lot more than what we paid for. Oh, yeah. So that's nice, like those Zeppelins. Oh, fucking idiot! Dude, that's insane! I can't believe you got that much for those for those Zeppelin records. They 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 they're they're pretty beat up, pretty, pretty beat up.
0: But I guess if you live in an area where you don't have like a record store, and then rather than buying on discogs from four different people, four different albums, I guess I mean, it's not that
1: bad. Yeah, mm. yeah. Mm. for people who aren't following. Jeff and I sell records on eBay's on eBay in bundles, and Jeff sold four Zeppelin records. It was Zeppelin two, uh, Zeppelin three, Physical Graffiti, and what was the what was the other one? Presents? It was
0: two, three, four, and Physical Graffiti.
1: Oh, was okay. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah, You got you got a nice chunk of change with from that too.
0: Yeah, it was like a hundred dollars,
1: a lot more than what you paid for. <laughs> yeah, well,
0: it's crazy free i mean i throw in a lot of freebies with with things like that because i'm terrified like i threw in that 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 album the firm or that band the firm that jimmy page was in
1: oh yeah yeah
0: That sort of like super group thing but that one fucking sucks and it's just not a good that one that one, that one was not good at all it's it's it was a, it was a super it was a super group with jimmy page and who the fuck was the other guy the other guy from uh bad company was the singer for Bad Company? Paul Rogers. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then a couple other people. But yeah, the firm sucked. The band, that album's trash. But people like it. So I throw it in there. So, oh yeah, if you like Led Zeppelin, you should
1: check this one out. It's got Jimmy Page. Instant positive <laughs> review on eBay. Oh yeah.
0: Oh, thank you so much. Can't believe it. I Thanks think
1: I might sh- get my first negative review this week. Oh, would you do? Yeah, so. And it wasn't my fault, but. I ended up forgetting to to send the guy the tracking number, which, you know, it's not a big deal. I just forgot. But I shipped it out on time. And uh, and he messaged me today and he said, can you please send me the tracking number? I haven't got anything yet. So I sent it to him and I double-checked the tracking number and it, it arrived on June 7th to his, his place in Florida and it said it was dropped off with somebody by hand. Like it, somebody, it was handed to somebody. So more likely than not, the mailman just fucking gave it to some random guy. The package, that's probably what happened. Mm-hmm. So I have a feeling mm-hmm. this guy's going to give me a negative review because of that, even though it's on my
0: you got to upload the
1: tracking. I I know, I know. I just forgot. Like the one time I forget. Because mm-hmm. right now yeah. I have a hundred percent on eBay. I have a hundred percent on eBay and a hundred percent on Discogs. So I do want to keep my hundred on both of those. Got you. Is that all you got on on Dan Hicks and the Hot Licks? Dan Hicks and the Hot Licks. And then I, I, I remembered a story
0: of local record store guy Desi from from all those addicts. I remember him telling me, I'm going to ask him next time I, I go over there, but I remember him telling me that somebody that comes into his store or somebody that he bought records from or somebody he knows is like the daughter of Dan Hicks or personally knows Dan Hicks when he was alive. So oh, I'm going to ask shit. him again about that because... Yeah, because I, I I remember like way early on I was like oh yeah dude there's this Dan Hicks record that was really fucking good he's like you liked it I was like yeah he said that's just silly music I guess and it's like oh yeah then that's when he said this person like knows Dan Hicks or his daughter or something like that so I need
1: to ask him again Dan that'd be cool to to meet up with them for sure so you yeah, ready to move it. on
0: I'm ready to move on that's it that's all All
1: right so I don't have a lot of stuff I didn't have a lot of time to listen to records this week so I'll make it short make it sweet and fun. So the first thing is uh, Red Norvo. Red Norvo. Oh my God, that's funny. Kind of funny how we were just talking about him. But Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, this is, I have like five things left, four things left in my backlog now. And uh, I've been putting this Red Norvo off for a long time. I don't know why, I just just have. So I finally threw it on this weekend. The album is called Music to Listen to Red Norvo by, came out in 1957. Most of his music came out in the 50s and 60s. And uh, I don't know what number this is. I think this is like number 12, like his 12th record or some shit like that. And um, I don't know. Have you ever heard of Barney Kessel, the guitar player? I feel that name does sound familiar, honestly. It does sound familiar because he was one of the guitar players in the Wrecking Crew. Ah, Barney Kessel played on this record.
0: We've talked about him before. He played with somebody that, I don't know. Yes, I, I do recognize the name. And we've talked about him before. He played with somebody yes, yes. really, really famous. I guess I don't know. I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> I'm gonna look it up.
1: So yeah, so Barney Kessel pl- played guitar on this one, and I mean, I read, I've, I read a little bit about Red Norvo, and we've talked about him in the past uh, when I first discovered him several months ago, and and I was just reading more about him, and he kind of, he had a lot of rad guitar players on his records, and he kind of, I wouldn't say discovered some of them, but he brought to light some of the some guitar players who eventually became really famous like like this guy uh barney kessel i mean he was famous but i mean you know he became more famous in the 60s in the wrecking crew but red norvo had him first another guitar player who i've talked about on the pod what what year is this album you
0: said 57 so barney kessel he played on, on julie london her first album julie is her name Mm-hmm. and this was this was an album that has since i guess grown in popularity and price and i i have this i brought it to the pod long time ago and it's it's just like like vocal jazz vocal pop music but it's yeah. really really good and and the guitar playing in the album is fantastic and it's barney kessel 1955
1: oh shit so it's before this wow yeah that's sick that's so sick
0: yeah because oh that now i'm i'm, I'm now I'm full into this this album here because yeah, this is just it's just bass guitar and her vocals mm-hmm. like that's, well, that's it. That's it's just cool. it's very very stripped down, very basic. And I remember his guitar playing just being absolutely phenomenal.
1: Yeah, I, on this on this record he doesn't play a ton. I mean, he plays on all the songs really, but there's only a few songs where he he really really shines. There's the only kind of thing bad thing I have to say about this record is that there's a lot of flute. And it kind of <laughs> overtakes the 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 vibraphone and and the guitar and stuff, but it's still a really solid record, and I just thought it was really cool that that this guy, a guy from the wrecking crew played with Red Norvo, who, like you said earlier, has been kind of forgotten in the sands of time, and damn it sucks because he's so good and he he's played with really great guitar players and like i said he played with he played with a guy named tal Farlow, I don't know. If you remember me talking about him, or if you kind of have heard of him since, but he was a really, really great jazz guitar player, and he kind of got a start with Red Norvo, from what I gather. I could be wrong, but from what I, from what it looks like, he kind of got a start with Red, and uh, and Tal Farlow. Man, I've I've been I've been getting so into his music the last couple of weeks. He's a fucking killer, killer jazz guitar player, and uh, and this week, this past couple of weeks, I've been listening to a lot of Red Norvo just in general. On Spotify, and uh, and I came across this one jazz record. I can't remember it off the top of my head, but I was just like blown away by this by this guy playing the guitar on the on the record. So I I looked it up real quick, and this guy's name is Bill Dillard, and this is from like 1954 or 1955 or something like that. And I doubt you've ever heard of Bill Dillard because the guy fucking amazing guitar player but he had such a short-lived career but he's considered like to be one of the top jazz guitar players that he's he's kind of like the Robert almost like the Robert Johnson of jazz guitar players because there's so little known about him there's only like a handful of pictures of him and cuz he died at at 23 in a fire he was smoking he's up. smoking a cigarette and he was smoking in bed and the bed caught on fire and he died but the dude was Jesus. dude was 23 and uh and he, he only he only played on this one with that one Red Norvo record, that was it, and then like like a few other songs that were actually recorded. Like I guess he like played with like local musicians and stuff, but none of it was recorded except for a few songs and then that one Red Norvo uh record that I listened to on Spotify. And dude the guy is a fucking killer guitar player. Bill Dillard. And I, I tried looking him up and like everybody online, or like the even the little bit that people talk about online is always like it's almost impossible to find information on this guy and somebody said that they they ended up like interviewing his nephew or like meeting the the guy's nephew years and years and years ago and the nephew ended up sharing like a picture with the guy so he scanned like a picture of of this bill dillard guy with like his family of like six kids or some shit like that but there's like Hmm. nothing written about the dude but he's considered like a really just top-notch jazz guitar player and he really is so, See, yeah, Bill these, Dillard. these
0: people are just are going to f- be forgotten in the sands of time, just yeah. just like everybody else. Whereas, yep. as I mean, just off the top of my head here, Miley Cyrus is going to go down in the books as being historic, and it's just <laughs>
1: it's irritating, it's annoying. Oh, and another thing that's really going to just kind of bury this Bill Dillard is that there is another famous person named Bill Dillard, and he's a jazz trumpeter, and he's he is very famous, and so that's so even when you type in Bill Dillard into Google, it's just going to be all about the trumpeter. Like you really kind of have to kind of dig a little bit to find the guitar player.
0: Yeah. You have to know exactly what you're looking for. You type in Bill Dillard, somebody else pops up. You type in Bill Dillard jazz, somebody else will still pop up. Yeah. 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 I just, I just, I just just Googled Red Norvo on his wiki. And do you know he was in oceans 11, the original oceans 11?
1: Yeah. With the rat pack. (laughs) Yeah, because he, yeah, he, he used to he with them. as
0: like the vibraphonist. Yeah,
1: and he used to he used to play with Sinatra. That's hilarious. And stuff. Yeah, he would play with it's Sinatra like, live. You can see like little screenshots of him. It's it's funny. <laughs> it's cute. Yeah, Red Norvo, man, what a what a great, great fucking cool dude. So sad. But anyway, yeah, that that Red Norvo. So moving on, I uh, kind of want to just talk about the all that kind of crap that had nothing to do with the record i listened to um so this leads into my 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 record of the, my pick of the week the record i listened to um just a couple days or yesterday i think it was and it's uh, sun Ra and his myth science orchestra so we've talked about sun Ra on the podcast before i've brought sun Ra to the podcast uh as my pick of the week before just because the guy is so interesting and he was he just he put out so much music He put out like (laughs) hundreds of records. You know, he was he was insane, but he like revolutionized jazz music, jazz fusion. Just the guy was the guy was 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 fucking great. And um, so the record I I have, it's been sitting in my my backlog for months. It's called Interstellar Low Ways. So this was recorded in 1959 and 1960 uh, in Chicago, and it wasn't released until 1966 and at this point they had uh they had they were doing some residency and they were playing almost like every night of the week in some small little club and uh and this at this is the the era this is the album where they they decided to start wearing costumes and really being eccentric and uh, so this is like the beginning of like what everybody knows sunra as is this is this record this record has like almost perfect ratings across the board. This is like a very well-received Sun Ra record, which is cool because he has put up so much crap, or not crap, but just so much stuff. But So much stuff. Yeah, fucking hundreds. And that's like I mean, not even, it's like as a guest musician, this is like straight up him, him being a, a band leader. Yeah, it, hundreds of stuff. Like it's, it's, it's insane. It's crazy. I know, I know, I know. So um yeah this this uh this record it's it's almost like a it almost reminds me of like a full orchestra but i it's not it's not a full orchestra but there are moments that are just so big and grand and just dramatic at points but this song (laughs) that that i put as my song of the week is called rocket number nine it's actually a really popular song to the point where lady gaga actually referenced this song in in her song venus which i thought was really cool and uh, also, you know, Sun Ra relates to our album of the week anyway So that's another reason why I put this as my pick of the week mm-hmm. So Yeah, I'm gonna play a little bit of Rocket Number 9 From Sun Ra And his Myth Science Orchestra Here we go <laughs>
2: Zoom zoo, 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 zoo,
0: Enough, up, you know.
1: There we go, Sun Ra, and his Myth Science Orchestra, and the song "Rocket Number 9. That's cool. That's fucking cool. What do you think of this one? <laughs> it's good.
0: Uh, every Sun Ra here is always—he's always good to great. Yeah. I'm just—I'm not gonna fucking buy a ton of albums by him. I'm just not gonna do it.
1: I think I have like—I think I have five or six of his records now, and I don't know how many more I'm gonna buy after that. But yeah, dude stuff great lore great story I, I i would love to just i would love to do a Sun Ra record just to get really into the, his his story outside of music and shit like that yeah it's him as a random. person is
0: crazy interesting and in, in the fact that he honestly believes that like sunrise who he is yeah and anything his his original birth name which i don't know what it is but that wasn't that wasn't him like he I mean, I don't think, I, I don't think he believed, I think this was just all part of his act, but he believed that that wasn't, that wasn't him. That was somebody else. That was a different life that he lived or yeah. something weird like that.
1: <laughs> I know. What? What an interesting guy. What an interesting
0: then, guy. But then Spotify played a couple of, a couple of songs afterwards, just like mixed up songs from Sun Ra, his various, throughout various parts of his career. And, uh, like it's all good. It's all like really, really good. And, and there's a lot of really cool kind of like free form jazz stuff. A lot of just experimental stuff and it's fucking weird, but yeah. I don't know like how many albums I could, I could have and listen to them.
1: I, I will say there is one record I bought and I really didn't like it. It was, it was very, very avant garde and just, just noise straight up fucking noise. <laughs> and I just, that was most of the record. And I just, I wanted to get behind it, but it was too. Did annoying. you purge it? Yeah, yeah, it's in the perch pile. Nice. Yeah, it's not for me. Not for me. Too much. Too much noise. Yeah,
0: they, I mean, they can't all be bangers, right? The fucking twenty-five yeah. albums, they can't all be bangers. Yeah, exactly. what's your Omar.
1: Well, I was going to say, even Omar can't put out 100 <laughs> perfect albums. He could try, but it's just not going to happen. can't even put out one perfect album Oh, be hey, You know what? You know what? You want to <sighs> go home? Go home. All right, so that's all I got from my vinyl. So uh, let's move on to some new music, other happenings in the music world. And uh, we we kind of agreed we don't want to play any of these songs, right? Um,
0: no, no. No, no. One of these songs was really, really good. Ooh, I'm curious
1: what it is. All right, uh, so yeah, no new albums that were of significance came out. Uh, Some new songs, though. Uh, Death by Stereo put out a cover of a Motorhead song, the song Born to Raise Hell. And it was cool. I mean it wasn't like it was what what you'd expect from Death by Stereo. Just a lot of screaming and um, not not actually not a lot of clean vocals, surprisingly. But uh, yeah, it was solid. I don't know. What did you think of this one?
0: This was the one that was really, really good. Oh, you liked this it? Was, I, okay. Yeah. I'm not a, I'm not a giant motorhead fan. I don't I don't I don't get it. I think Ace of Spades is a cool album that and we did it on the pod. Yeah. But I yeah. just and I didn't listen to all of their albums like you did that week. And I've only heard maybe three albums total, but I just don't get it. I don't think the music's there for me. But okay. this was this was unreal. And then I even listened to the to the Motorhead version after this one to see like, did I did I miss something? I didn't. Oh, like, it was the just worst. it was fine. I don't think it's bad. I think the Motorhead version's fine. It's just <laughs> damn, the Death by Stereo fucking injected some 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 life into this. Yeah, there's. It was good. It was really good.
1: Yeah, it's it's solid. It's solid. A little like
0: little documentary thing they did beforehand was kind of cool, and they're talking about and how they
1: kind of met Lemmy once or twice, and I think that was cute. Yeah, and just how nice he was. Like nobody, I've yeah. never heard anybody talk talk bad about Lemmy. He's like he's like he's almost like Dave Grohl. Like nobody has anything bad to say about Dave Grohl or Lemmy or I don't know who else right now, but yeah, nobody. I just so, don't.
0: I don't. I don't know. I don't know why I can't really get into Motorhead. I just, I just
1: can't. You had never heard the song Born to Raise Hell prior?
0: Yeah, I've heard it. Okay, you have. I, okay. just, I just didn't know if I was missing something because I don't
1: listen to Motorhead often. Yeah, 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 I get it, I get it. All right, yeah, so that's that's a rad, rad cover. Go check it out. Death by Stereo, I mean, they're always, they're consistently good hardcore band. Very unique, very, very unique as well. Um, okay, so uh, the next song comes from Jack White. He put out a song called If I Die Tomorrow. And what do you think of this one? Yeah, it wasn't
0: right. Uh, it wasn't bad. It wasn't good. It was it was mediocre to bad. I just thought like like this is dumb, dude. This, if if you're going to put out like a two part album, and I guess the first part that you already have, if that's going to be like the more aggressive, tonally richer album, and this is going to be like the counterpart to that, like the softer side of it, then maybe I could see where this is going. Yeah. But otherwise this song the song's kinda lame. It's forgettable. It's very, very forgettable.
1: Yeah.
0: Ooh, somebody set up a
1: firework. Damn.
0: What kind? Piccolo Pete? That was a loud Black one. Cat? No, it was it was Husker a whose screw doos? Who That's
1: It's a big mortar one. That was a loud one. Noise. <laughs> um, so yeah, yeah, this this Jack White song. I I don't I don't really care for it. I thought it was pretty forgettable and boring. So, dude, all these car alarms are going off right now. <laughs> <laughs> Love a good mortar. <laughs> um, so the uh the next one comes from our girl Regina, Regina Specter. She put out another new song called Lovology. It's probably best you don't listen to it because oh. I know you like to listen to the album in its entirety, or the new albums in their entirety, and her new album comes out on June twenty fourth. So yeah. it's a good song. I don't think it's like one of her best by any means, but it's just it's just solid Regina. Solid Regina. Uh, so we, a couple more songs. Our guys in Jimmy Eat World they put out a new song called "Something Loud," and apparently there was a lot of hype for this song. But did you you didn't end up listening to this? Huh? I did listen to this one. Yeah. Oh, you did. Oh, you did. Yeah. You did. Okay. Okay. What did you think of it? I thought it was good. I thought it was really? a good song. Okay.
0: I enjoyed it. Um, but after it was over, I didn't remember like anything about it. But. I don't think it was a bad song from what I remember. I do think it was just like, it was like
1: a good, I don't know, good Jimmy world. Solid. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I, d- I remember nothing from this song, but it wasn't, it wasn't bad. in it, by any means, it was just forgettable. So I don't know. Get into that. If you're interested in, in some uh, Jimmy world. And the last song here, uh, comes from taking back Sunday with Steve Aoki. Yeah. Uh, the song is called just us too. It's a, brand new song that they worked on together and i'm just gonna say this song fucking sucks wow it sucks dude what you like this i thought this was really good no i'm just kidding this was this was was
0: like this is beyond bad this this is like a joke like somebody's playing like somebody's joking my ass
1: right now yeah this was
0: awful adam's voice sounds like shit he sounds awful he sounds like a bad singer
1: it sounds like he's trying to sound like Dustin from Thrice, like trying to do that croon that Dustin does now. I don't like it. I don't like the one. Big. I,
0: I don't like it at all. I, it's just, just it, this weird, I don't know, surreal, softer thing he's trying to do. Yeah, I don't like it. I cannot believe they try to mesh like EDM with like Taking Back Sunday style yeah. music. Yeah. Because it's awful.
1: And Stevie Aoki, like the most. Vanilla, boring, forgettable DJ of all time. Like he's, I don't, I don't know why he's popular. I don't understand why he's popular.
0: Because he's fun. Because he like has long hair and he rocks out and he makes accessible like EDM music. I guess, but it's fucking boring. He's he's literally the the the, the reason why he is popular is the same reason why the Foo Fighters are popular. Like th- there's no fucking difference. But at
1: least the Foo Fighters put out some catchy stuff every once in a while. Steve Aoki's never done anything remotely catchy or interesting at all.
0: I mean that's that's uh, he does like remixes and stuff that are really good, but that's no. that's the, that's the game. That's the game. I don't know. His, I don't think the his gaming remixes place. are any good. Terrible. Yeah, he did he did a, he did a remix of uh The Kid Cudi, "Appreciate Happiness. It's fucking fantastic. No, 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 no. You've clearly never heard it. I don't so. think you've that's, heard the song because if you had heard the that's song That's
1: problem. No. You're wrong. You're wrong. But anyway, yeah, this song this song's terrible fucking terrible i don't get it and it's like dude you have john nolan the other singer in taking back sunday like you don't utilize the the double vocals anymore like i i don't know i understand not being like the tell all your friends era but having two vocalists is always like a cool thing yeah so i don't know lame stupid stuff all right so (laughs) uh (laughs) <laughs> some uh, some events coming up. The Bomb Pops, our gals and guys in the Bomb Pops, are going on a U.S. tour late summer, and uh, the Planet Chain Reaction here locally in Anaheim. So that's kind of cool. And I don't know, maybe I'll go, maybe I won't. I don't know. Reps some mass. I mean, nine you put radio it in merch. here like you're gonna go. I mean, it's a chain reaction, man. <laughs> it's it's probably gonna be like fifteen bucks, ten bucks. It's a bomb pops. Rep some Asinai Radio merch, get called up on stage, sing a song with them. You know.
0: That is true. I I mean, mm, anywhere else but Chain, it would be a hard pass. Chain is like the only place where I would even entertain this idea. Just, I just... Uh,
1: uh, <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Fair. Uh, That's fair. I understand. I know where you're going. I know where you're going. We won't say it though. I know where you're going. Um, mm-hmm. And then this last thing here, uh, Blink 182's Enema of the State turned 23 years old a few days ago, and Take Off Your Pants and Jacket turned 21 years old yesterday.
0: Yesterday. So
1: that is fucking wild. 20, that is wild. 21 believe, years old. Can you believe how long it's been since these fucking records came out? It can drink. It's old enough to drink now. It's insane. I know. But yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a long time since those records came out, and uh, we're fucking old. We're old people. Grumpy old men. That's eh, who we are. I mean, like,
0: it is kind of interesting because when I go to our neighbor's house to jam, they're, everybody there is older than than us mm-hmm. by, like, 20 years. Like, they're in their mid-50s, to late 50s. And then this other girl that comes over to jam with us, she is, like, 27, I think. Yeah, yeah. And she, she looks at me. I shouldn't say looks at me. She thinks I am old in the same respect <laughs> as I think my other neighbors are old. Yeah, yeah. She says, Wow, you're that old? I, just, I think like, wow, I don't I don't think I'm that old. Like I don't feel that old, I should say. Yeah. But then I, I think, well, okay, well, you guys, like, I do think that you guys are old. But like objective, they're twenty years older than me. True. She's nine years younger than me, right? Nine uh, seven yeah, years, eight, eight years, years? years something years, like yeah, that. Eight years, yeah. yeah. So it's 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 definitely relative, and I think that the older you get, the less you, the less like the numbers kind of game cares that makes you care. I guess I don't know, mm-hmm. but yeah. I don't I don't think we're that old. I think thirty five, mid thirties is not that old.
1: No, because
0: I don't know. I I I feel I feel I don't know though because I work with some kids that are like twenty and they're fucking dumb. They're so stupid. <laughs> Just not just like intelligence-wise, but just like social commentary and, and work-related stuff is just like, you are just, you are fucking bonkers.
1: <laughs> so I don't know. Maybe I'm old, I guess. Yeah. Once we start complaining about younger people, we're old. That's what it is.
0: But like, the I've, I mean, I'm sure every generation does it, but I feel like the complaints are warranted. And specifically, it's, it's the workforce right now in, in America, the workforce in America and Specifically, the younger generation of people in their twenties, I feel yeah. they are bringing—they are being bred to think that Instagram life is now a career rather than like a side hustle. Yeah. So we get yeah. a lot of these TikTokers in the in the restaurant that that will post and make a couple bucks and get a free meal, and like you're not you're not paying your fucking mortgage with 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 TikTok with with <laughs> your with your butt squats and Instagram. That's not paying your mortgage. <laughs> So that like I, I think that to me that's lazy. I, I think that's just lazy. That's lazy and then and, and it's like why don't you just fucking work? Like you work really hard for this for this 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 page that you have. Yeah. And
1: making no and money, you, virtually no money. And you
0: money. network yourself and you go out there and you put yourself out there. Why don't you just go to work?
1: Yeah, you're already <laughs> working. It's just a different kind of work. Making a, You're trying a so hard ass. to
0: be famous when you could like why do you why does why does everybody have to be famous? Why can't you just be just like Fucking not famous and be happy yeah you're know. right you're right i know and and the other thing that bothers me about about these young kids these days is is they they fucking call out all the time they call out a work they, uh, hours hours before
1: that's minutes not, before that's not uncommon like a lot of a lot of i mean that was in our generation like younger when we were younger no too. no yeah no. Jeff, our yes. generation did not
0: call it no what are you talking about yeah jeff no yeah. you don't call it a work if you can't come into work, you find someone to
1: cover your shift. That's not that's always what you the do. Case. But that wasn't always. the I mean, not for me personally. But I used to well, see. Then it all you were the a bad employee. No, I, I said it was. Yes, you were not- a bad employee. If
0: you did not get your shift covered, if you were sick, either you went to work sick because that's just how we lived. Yeah. You just went like like why would you stay home from work sick? That sucks. I might as well be miserable at work. I'm not going to waste a good day, a good sick day, be at home sick. That's dumb. I like, agree. I'm go to the I, bar. Or go to the beach. Just go to work sick.
1: I agree. But for sure,
0: you should not be calling out of work 20 minutes before your shift. You should not be not giving two weeks notice and quitting your job. These kids will quit their job on a Friday night at 4 o'clock when they're scheduled for 6 o'clock. Yeah, yeah. And they'll say, I'm not coming in anymore. Like, well, you're scheduled the next week. Eh, I'm not coming in anymore. There's no two weeks notice anymore. That's non-existent. Getting your shift covered, that's also non-existent. That doesn't exist, so...
1: And the excuse is yeah. always, and the excuse is always, well, fuck these companies, they don't care about us, so why should we care about them? Well, you know the long term effect is it does affect these companies, and when these companies shut down, what's happening right now is going to continue to happen with the huge inflation, hundreds of or thousands of businesses shutting down because of lazy ass people and also because you know the pandemic and all this kind of shit
0: but yeah. And in much more short-term consequences is your co-workers have to pick up slack yeah when if when if I, mean, I I get like if you're sick you're fucking sick it's fine don't come into work because i don't want to get sick yeah i agree But you got to get your shift at least make an attempt to get my shift covered like hey sorry i'm really sick i can't come in today i called xxxx X, X, X. nobody can come in i'm still yeah, not coming yeah. in but i tried i'm sorry okay yeah, that's fine that's it's fair. also you try i get it
1: a little selfish too it's like because it's like you said it, other people are involved, not just like the boss, the big mean boss or the the corporation or the owner or whatever. It's your other coworkers, your friends probably, that you're fucking over. So it's just yeah. irritating.
0: It's super irritating and then and, and showing up late. People show up late all the fucking time. There's zero consequences because of this worker shortage that we have. There's no consequences. And so I'm like the only person that like every time somebody watch. I am I think I think I'm the only person at the store that wears a watch anyway. So whenever somebody walks in late, I'd look at my watch and go, oh hmm.
1: Mm,
0: mm, mm. <laughs> Make little noises. Mm, Sound like mm, Ryan. Mm. That's fu- fucking mm, mm, Ryan mm. does. Yeah. No. You uh. should. <laughs> yeah. Oh, boy. Oh yeah. Boy. As you should, though. You, come on. It's not hard. Yeah, I know. Late is on. Wait, how's it go? Early <laughs> is on time. On time is late, and late is unacceptable.
1: <laughs> <laughs> fucking some police and firefighting bullshit right there. Yeah. <clears throat> I hated when people said that when I worked. When I worked as an EMT, so many people said that and made me so mad. Dude, it somebody's fucking riding a dirt bike at nine o'clock at night.
0: Dude, dirt bikes and fireworks. They're living the, the dream. Fuck, dude. What is oh today? It's, 13. it's a fucking it's Monday, June
1: thirteenth, and it's a Monday night. Go to bed, you fucking assholes. God damn! It's probably the last oh, day so of I just, school. I, I, I don't know.
0: I just go- There's actually a holiday today I just googled on Google June 13th holiday And today's National Sewing Machine Day
1: Oh okay So that's probably
0: What they're out there for
1: Yeah they're, they're, they're stoked About being able to sew later Yeah Oh boy Alright well I got nothing else I got nothing else on Okay this episode. That's it That's all yeah. yeah So thank you all for listening Go give us five stars And tell your friends And keep listening you Fucking bastards So That's it That's all Thank